Welcome to the Recovering Academic Podcast. I'm Amanda, and I left academia about one year ago to become a scientific editor for grants and manuscripts and an editorial manager for a science website. I'm Ian, and I've recently left academia to move into a science communication, editing, and publishing career. And I'm Dr. PMS. I've left academia about two years ago to work as a biotech salesperson, and I'm still in recovery. We're in various phases of transitioning out of academia, and we'll share insights, advice, and problems we encounter at each stage. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our Recovering Academic Podcast. For this holiday season, we recorded a special episode where each of us reflect about our recovering 2017 year and come up with resolutions for the new year to come. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. It is really rewarding to us to feel that we are being able to help you to cope with your transition somehow. We wish you all happy holidays and a terrific 2018. Enjoy the show. So I've been a recovering academic now for, I guess, the past year and a half. Um, But this past year has been my first full year of being um, self-employed or entirely self-employed. Prior to this, I had a side hustle, but of course I was in academia. And this year, my side hustle has been my full-time gig, which I've really enjoyed. I have liked doing the editing and writing work that I've done. I really like being in the beginnings um, portion of work where people get really excited and they have all these ideas and I help kind of hone them and make um, have them make sense and form a coherent story. And then I get to hear all the really cool stuff that people have done. And they're really excited when they get to the part where they can write up and have a complete story. Um, so they have like all this really cool data and they're just like, look at this, it's great. Um, and it also kind of um, fits with my scatteredness. I like learning little bits of different things. So one day I might learn about cancer. The next day I might be working on... Um, Alzheimer's disease, or I can work on addiction, and I'm kind of being vague in topics because I don't want to out any of my clients. But I like doing that. I like hearing about all this really cool science. Um, I've had some. I've had some difficulties this past year as well. Um, the biggest thing for me was, I guess, balance, for lack of a better word. So I think I've talked about it before that my. Um, tendency is to work a lot because I think there's, I think I do this because there's external deadlines. Um, I can make measurable progress. You know, I've got things to check on my to-do list. Oh yeah. The never ending to-do list. I think that comes with any job and it definitely comes with being self-employed because there's not only just the work that I do for being for clients, but there's the work I do on my business. So that's always there and looming and my home office is always just right across the house and I don't have that big of a house. (laughs) So my laptop's there and there's always kind of this idea of, oh, I could be working. But I also have a family that I like to talk to and socialize with. I have kids I like to play with. I have um, a husband and partner that I like to, you know, talk with and do things with. So I have to keep that in mind. And so that kind of brings me to my 2018 theme. So I like having themes for a year because it helps me make decisions throughout the year. So I kind of compare whatever upcoming decision I'm going to make with the theme for this year and kind of see how it matches up. 
Um, some years I do really well with this and other years I don't. Um, so, but I'm hoping 2018 will be one of those years. Um, and I think it will. So my theme for this year is perspective because I really dislike the term balance. Um, balance to me always implies that there's some sort of level and you're going to keep that level the same no matter what. Whereas some days, you know, it's going to tip more towards work. I've got a deadline. I'm going to have to work. Or I have a sick kid at home and I'm going to have to be focused more on family. So there's never or rarely ever just kind of a flat line for my balance. It's constantly being reevaluated. Um, the other thing that's going to throw a wrench into my 2018 that's a bit more personal is that I'm going to have a third child. So I'm going to have three boys, which I'm very excited about. But that does mean that's going to be another... Um, sort of complication, a welcome complication, but another complication in my life. So I want to be able to keep perspective on this and see my career as a marathon, not a sprint. So kind of see the overarching theme and goal and not think so much about the short term. Um, I know that I think Ian is doing some smart goals for 2018, um, but I don't have any of those yet. I like using SMART goals. I'm just fresh out of them for this year so far. There's new habits that I wanna have, but I think a lot of that's gonna to have to depend upon how things go after April once um, this kiddo is born. And the kiddo's gonna need another pseudonym for um, Twitter. Also, I've got a couple of long-term collaborations that are going to be finishing up in the spring, so I'm kind of excited to see how that goes as well. So the thought is that I want to leave everybody with is that you're constantly transitioning. So even if once you transition out of academia, you're still going to be transitioning into a career and maybe the next thing and the next thing after that. And I don't think that's a bad thing. That's always good. Life is about change and change can be good. I've been a recovering academic for eight months. Um, five of those months have been in a new city, Chicago. And I've been trying to balance uh, my new job as a virtual lab manager and writing and editing and continuing to work on networking and you know seeing where uh, growth might happen with you know new opportunities um, here in a new city uh, might take me like transition may be a constant in everyone's life like it is just life is constant change but transitions um, change from one year to the next, like, as we are go undergoing now. Um, changing career tracks, moving cities, and have all brought, you know, transition and change into pretty sharp relief for me. Um, redefining life is hard. Uh, it has been exhausting this last few months, and feeling on top of anything has felt impossible. Uh, making connections in Chicago has also been challenging. A lot of my socializing has originated from friends passing through, which is, is definitely a perk of living in a major city. 
um, people pass through and visit. I want to settle in more, but things just don't feel very permanent and maybe they never will again. Like academia was all I knew for my entire career for almost two decades. I'm arguably still academic adjacent in my current role and responsibilities, um, both in my, uh, my day job and in my, you know, side projects, um, editing and writing about science, but it is required a lot of reorienting. Um, like where to go, where I go from here is still not a hundred percent certain to me. Um, and however, here are three specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely, AKA smart goals for 2018. Um, and I'm going to work on as I continue to figure out my new life. So the first one is join some local professional groups that are of interest to me. Like there's a local science writers group apparently that I need to sign up with and connect with. And I can measure that by one, just by taking off the number of groups I sign up with and two, how many of their um, gatherings or, you know, meetups I attend or how many members of that group and organization I meet with to do things with locally. Um, the second one is to get back to blogging more regularly and publishing on my blog. Like the transition has been really hard on my writing. Um, this last year has been period and like a good measure of that will just be the number of posts that, um, I'll get up. My goal would be to do two a month or so and, um, probably write on, write them on Saturday, edit Sunday, publish Monday or, you know, and maybe research one night during the week, but then just allow myself, that's the only time I'll allow myself to do it and just, I'll get it done. And then the third one is something that's been sort of a longstanding goal that I'm gonna try and formalize a little bit, like, which is to learn better visual design. Um, I'm an amateur photographer. I subscribe to Adobe's Creative Cloud. Um, I, I would like to do more with that because I kind of enjoy doing that. Um, and the way to measure this, I think, is to maybe just make an appointment with myself each week in my calendar to just work on creating something with the tools that I have. Um, like I can take photographs and start playing around with them with them in Photoshop a bit or creating like a small graphic or something and just, you know, have fun playing around for an hour or so. And I can track that on a calendar and um, the measure will be you know like how many appointments that I keep and also hopefully I'll start building up like a folder of various creations etc um, there are other goals that I have that are a little more vague and personal that I won't fit that won't fit here and don't really apply to a recovering academic but um, a lot of them record revolve around like just getting a handle on life logistics, which I think many people struggle with, but I think transition periods can make those particularly challenging as well. Uh, so the questions for you, our recovering academic audience, are what goals do you have for this year? Um, is it to make the transition from academia and how will you, you know, measure, break down that 
period for yourself and um, chart that path? Um, is it maybe to deal with some of the emotions you're hanging on to from the transition period? Like I know I still have some of those and I don't know if I know how to measure those well, but um, like measure progress and processing through that well, but that might be something or, you know, is it to, you know, sort of like I'm doing, like working to design your new path now that you're out of academia and figuring out what it is you might do because, you know, especially in our present economy, it seems like no job is really forever. So we'll leave you there. Um, thank you all for listening. I'm grateful that we have an audience for the recovering academic and we'll see you with new episodes in 2018. Wow. 2017. What a year. I don't know about you, but personally, I'm so glad that this year is ending. And I guess that I've been a recovering academic for two and a half years now. It's amazing how time flies. And it's also amazing how it seems that along those two and a half years, I've been through different stages. In the beginning, when I got this job, um, everything was new and so different from academia. And although it was scary in the beginning, it was also super exciting and I was learning a lot of new things and I had to learn a lot of chemistry and a lot of things from the selling process and also how to deal with professors in a non-academic way, but in a selling way. Um, it took me a little bit to get used to this new type of relationship with the professors, but I like it. And especially because the type of instruments that I sell, they're big instruments. And normally the professors take a long time to research and to choose the best equipment for their needs. Every sale that I've done required a lot of relationship with the professor, a lot of talking, a lot of knowing what the person wants. And, and I like that. I, I really like, I'm a people person and I always like this relationship aspect of that. But I guess that after, I don't know, a year or so, I was more used to the new job and I didn't learn that many new things. Don't take me wrong, there's always things to learn, but you kind of accommodate and you seem everything's doing good and you just keep doing whatever you are doing every time. And, and I guess that I missed a little bit this uh, new things of academia and new ways of learning and all the different things that you're always doing when you're in academia and and I started to look for alternatives and 
digging more into the Twitter and the Recovering Academic and Diversity Journal Club and trying to advocate for science more actively and also thought about trying to make a change and to do that that I love so much as a primary job and then 2017 came and during this last year I think that I started to feel more confident about my job I started to um, learn more things not because I need it but because I wanted it because I realized that the more that I learned the more that I knew about chemistry and specific research and specific professors and what they're working on it it was more fun it was more fun to talk to them and and I started reading papers and uh, reviews and digging into a lot of chemistry stuff that I never heard before and and I started to feel very good and comfortable about my place in this new life in this new atmosphere or whatever I don't know I'm very hopeful that 2018 is going to be an amazing year I have a hard time to talk about specific goals for the new year because I believe I'm just not the type of person that set goals without any specific aim and personally I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions that I see as unrealistic promises that most of us won't keep it anyways also I am not sure what this new year will bring me professionally. I see different possibilities and specific goals will rely on which one of those doors will open for me. That being said, besides being very happy with my job at the moment, I know there is always room for improvement and I plan to keep growing and being better professional and person in this new year. Also, I'm happy to keep advocating for science at the side. Having a flexible job helps in this regard. But mostly of all, I want to try not to be so hard on myself. I feel all of us recovering academics, we tend to be our worst critics. Yes, we can always work more and be better, but there must be room for rest and fun without guilt. It's still hard for me. And I hope I can find a better balance in 2018. And I hope that you, dear listener, have a wonderful 2018 and that you also learn not to be, how not to be so hard on yourself.
thanks for listening and see you next year. Thanks for listening to the Recovering Academic Podcast. Our music is from bensound.com under a Creative Commons license. If you like our podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps other people find out about us. You can tweet the show at recoveringacad. You can also find all of the hosts on Twitter. I'm at Lady Scientist. I'm at Dr. Underscore PMS. And I'm at IH Street. We're also on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com slash recoveringacademicpodcast. You can find all of our episodes and subscribe to our newsletter on our website at recoveringacademic.net. And don't forget, there is sunshine outside the ivory tower. <laughs>